0: The kids go to bed. <laughs> Her second book was it wishes to like bring you closer and you I was like,
1: Talking to my mom about a bottle Are really know you? Know and you're like, every time. I'm like, Oh my gosh, Girl, <laughs> like- welcome, welcome to Coffee
0: confession. Hi, guys, happy Monday. Can you believe? It's December, like we are. I mean, the end of December, like, yeah, we are going to roll into a new year. You know, it's ex- and most not exciting to mention,
1: about- like, we hope everybody had a happy Christmas as well. Like,
0: yes, but you know what's <laughs> most exciting about the new year? What coffee turns three. <sighs> three.
1: Yes, three. I can't believe that we have been doing this for three years. It is so crazy. We – You guys, if I told you how many times we wanted to throw in the towel and be done, it it is insane. Um, And, you know, things really picked up for us this last year, and we're so grateful. Like, Mm -hmm. there would not be coffee without the amazing people who make such a great community. Um, Mm -hmm. The first couple years were hard. They were scary. Like, you know, anybody who's a military spouse and you're posting content, like, you know. You know yeah. how intimidating it can be, and we—I think we're kind of over that hump now, where it's like, okay, I'm comfortable. Like, I—I I love the people who follow. I have a great like sounding board. Like, if we post something, I know there's people that are going to enjoy it and yeah. need to hear this and stuff. So. As much as everybody thinks, like, oh, it's just a podcast, oh, it's just content creation, like, we, there's a lot of work that goes into this, mm-hmm. but also it's really rewarding because it really seems like you guys enjoy it.
0: Yeah. If it wasn't, if I can be honest, if it wasn't so rewarding, I wouldn't quit. <laughs> All oh, <right>. yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot of work. We have, you know, eight kids between us. Um, most of the time, it's just the two of us together. You know, the husbands are gone or whatever. And it's a lot. So don't let anybody ever tell you, like, oh, that's it's a small job. Oh, you just yeah. run a podcast. you know how hard it is to do a podcast with eight it
1: kids? It is so hard. <laughs> and to, like, think of, like, new great things that we want to come and talk to you. Some, some topics are super easy. We're like, yep, talking about that on the podcast. And then there's other weeks where, like, okay, like like I know there's things that they need to hear but like lord can you like give me a little tell me what they need to hear lord like give me a little a little um uh, inspiration but I think like this ties in a great way to bring up the topic that we're going to talk about today which is the default parent and the default provider mm-hmm. struggle and uh a lot of people will assume because you're a military spouse and you stay at home and maybe you work and I think that is amazing as well but I would never want somebody to feel like they're them staying home is not valuable because that it's a lot of work. And a lot of people don't realize how much work goes into being that default parent. And I know it's just as hard to be the default supporter and we will totally talk about both topics, Yeah, but um, just like running coffee confessions and being mom and being the default parent is it's a lot of work and people don't, really understand like, oh, why are you, what do you mean you're burned out? Like, what do you mean you're, you're overwhelmed? You just stay home with your kids. And it's like, it's not just staying home with my kids. There's so much more that goes into staying home with my kids that you don't see.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, we often, often get stuck in this rut of, um, and I think it's a really it happens in regular marriages but I think mm-hmm. it's really hard when it happens in military marriages is this um rut of comparison like right. well I deployed for nine months okay but you did leave and like I get it it was you were the sole provider default provider but also like I was the caregiver here like I was the parent I did the discipline the you know awards I did the schools the lunches the dinners the, the you know bedtime yeah like you get kind of Bitter, almost, and you get stuck in this. Like, well, I had it harder. Well, I right. had it harder. When really, like, they're, they're both hard. hard. Yeah, yeah, they're both hard. They're just different levels of it. And um, my uh, husband has said, like, un- I don't think he like meant any ill will by it, but he said these things like, "Well, I've been gone for the last year, you know." And it's kind of like it. Like, I told him I was like, I know how long you've been gone. <laughs> like, I'm right. the one here waiting <laughs> for you. And it's not like it wasn't like a you know um, snarky comment he was just kind of like really missing his kids and yeah um, he kind of made the comment and he was just like I've been gone a year I'm missing all of these things and everything if you don't know my husband deployed and then went to two schools back to back so he's literally been gone like the last 12 months and um, it was hard for him it was kind of like getting to him and he was you know overwhelmed and stuff and so like I didn't want to make you feel bad, but then I was like, oh, I had it hard too. <laughs> like-
1: totally, I think it's really easy to get tied up into this like resentment trap where it's like there's so many times where I would be envious of my husband. I still get envious. Like my husband is at one of the hardest schools you can go to in the army right now. Mm-hmm. All he does is study and stuff, but um, he'll be like, oh, I'm gonna run to the gas station and and get a snack, or yeah, I'm having pizza for dinner tonight, and my and. What my mind mind goes to is, like, I'm in this house surrounded by four children who don't stop touching me, who don't stop talking, a baby. Like, I I don't get a minute to myself. Like, I live far from town, so there's no, like, oh, I had a long day. I'm going to grab pizza. No, I had a long day, and I still got to cook dinner because, like, we have to eat. And I get resentful that he's literally in a hotel room that's quiet. And he's eating pizza, and he's watching <laughs> Halloween movies, and I'm like, "Do you know the things I would do to be you right now?" Yeah. But then, it, but then when you think about the perspective, it's like I'm sure he feels the same way. Watching me take our son to wrestling practice, or watching me go to our children's um, award ceremonies at school, um, like that resentment is on both sides of the coin. So. Yeah. The things that like as a mother, I wish I could have like a quiet meal. I could have, you know, somebody to drive me around instead of me chauffeuring everybody around. My husband watches my life and is like, I wish I wasn't going to this school and going to be gone for so many weeks and missing like my son's wrestling or missing the kids award ceremony. So it's really easy to play that comparison trap when both sides are actually really, really hard because you need to have a steady parent at home, especially in today's society. I don't care what anybody says. I am beyond blessed to be able to stay home with my children, regardless of how hard it is or how overwhelmed I get. Um, but you, so you need that strong parent, but also like we have to have him supporting our family. Like we, you need to work and I need to take care of the kids. And so there's struggles on both sides, but There's struggles that we have to do and we have to deal with because if we want to give our children the best life, that's kind of the roles that we have to take.
0: Yeah, and Cody and I were actually talking about this yesterday (laughs) or a couple weeks ago or something like that. We talk about it often, but um, it was – we were talking about resentment and it wasn't like I'm not resentful. Not hateful. Yeah, exactly. I'm not hateful or resentful, but – a lot of the times you get lonely on both mm-hmm. ends. Like my husband gets very lonely. He gets very sad that he misses all of these things. And sometimes I think I can take it for granted. Like you said, you know, yeah. like I get to watch this and it's another ceremony that like, you know, it's another, our kid hit a the roll, right? Like I've watched six of these. <laughs> she got a <laughs> certificate, it was no big deal. But for him, it was like, I haven't got to see one of those. Right. And so a lot of the times we get lonely and in when we're lonely, you kind of like, your will start to turn and you're like, man, I'm just so mad at him. I'm just so right. mad at him. And really – It's easy to
1: pity yourself and yeah, not like, see the other side.
0: Yeah. Like in reality, I'm not mad at him at all. I'm not right. mad at all. Like I just miss him so damn much that I'm just like – I don't know. I'm just like there's like an like an ache there and a lot of the yeah. time I think you automatically just turn towards anger. Well, like – well, I don't yeah. really know like how to – like how I'm feeling like you, you know, like it's kind of, you get stuck in that little position and you're like, Oh, I'm just so mad. Yeah.
1: And I think sometimes, you know, as great as social media is, um, like a lot of us join social media when we first out of high school and things like that. So, um, you know, a lot of your friends probably are on there that are like probably still living just normal civilian lives. Now I have a great sprinkle of military friends on my feed but the I, I see more of my civilian friends. So it's usually like on those hard days that you're going to see even more of their post, yeah. it feels like. And so it's like, oh, Stacy's husband is always home. Like he he's taking the kids to soccer practice while she's running to Target. Like I wish, you know what I mean? It's so yeah. easy to um, compare them and stuff. But you know what? I'm sure Stacy and Steve have their same like issues that they go through. And, you know, maybe she's like. I wish he would just go away on a business trip and I'm like, Oh, we got that covered. Like my husband's (laughs) gone all the time. Right. But I think it's too easy to continue like to, I read something that said um, maybe you are being consumed by what you're consuming. It was saying that um, before social media, it had a picture of just like an ordinary living room. And, and it said, maybe this was like your goal before social media, just a, you know, a home. And now we have like social media saying like, well, you need to have a farmhouse aesthetic. Like if you don't have, you know, barn wood floors and a beautiful gray sectional and all these things then you know, you don't, you're not, you don't have enough. It's not good enough. And I think that kind of goes into like the default parent default um, provider struggle, because to me, I'm like, I'm not doing enough because I'm not working. And then my husband's like, I'm not doing enough because I'm not home. So it's, it's just this constant like tug of war between your emotions. And it's really hard to remind yourself that, you know, just because my normal looks different from Stacy and Steve or Becky and John or whoever you're following, it doesn't take away like of how important your role is, whether you are the default provider or the default parent, you're going to, both are going to have their struggles, but both have really, really huge rewards as well. I know my husband is very proud to take care of his family and everything he does is for his family. If that means he has to be away so he can get promoted, then he's doing it. Um, If that means that he, and, I think another thing, uh, as spouses, we can be a little resent towards is like, um, my, my husband, He is a school chaser. Like if he can go SF, he's doing it. If he can go Ranger, he's doing it. And sometimes as a spouse, I can look at that and I'd be like, are you tr- like, are you just trying <laughs> to get away from us? Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Right. But I had to realize that sometimes the things that he does is to make sure that he is able to enjoy the military and not just survive the military. And, um, he's like 13 years and it'd be silly for him just to be like, oh, I'm done. Like he knows, like I'm going to go to retirement, but I'm going to do the things that are also going to make me want to go to work and not dread going to work. And I respect him for that because as a mom, I do the same thing. If he's getting ready to leave for a long time, I'm like getting my house all clean. I'm getting my laundry done because I know at like, if I do it on Monday by Wednesday, I'm going to be thanking myself because it's not a ton, you know, my life, my life is not as miserable. I don't have so much to do. So, um, be gracious if your spouse is a soldier or service member, or whatever the case may be, who chases those schools just because they want to make their time in the service more enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I think, um, you know, in those midst of times that we kind of get like, oh, I'm so – you know, he's doing this or he's going to Costco, right? right? My husband went to Costco by himself. <laughs> I know. Shopping and he's like, look what I found. And I was like, you know what? I probably miss half the things at Costco because I'm like trying to finagle all of our children. But mm-hmm. um, it's it's easy to be frustrated, to be um, resentful, angry, sad, lonely and all those things. But in the same time, um, I think you have to find The reward um, in your situation, Cody, we literally had this conversation the other night and I told her, you know, our husbands are going drill and, um, this school, I'm not going to lie. Like it's difficult on both ends because like my husband is so busy and so overwhelmed With like learning and studying and you know tests and all these things, like he's very very focused on it. I told Cody, I feel
1: lonely, like I need some
0: attention. Yeah, the attention is that bad for me. Like I need my husband just to call me and be like, I miss you. And he he talks to me when he can. He doesn't get service in the building, so like, you know, trying to be understanding. But as a you know as his wife and like yeah,
1: as a uterus owner, I'm very emotional. (laughs) We already know this,
0: okay? Cody (laughs) does things all the time, and I send her a picture with like tears in my eyes she's like stop it and I was like I don't know how <laughs> but literally um, in those moments of weakness I think we need to also you know find the bright side so when I was talking to Cody about being like sad like I wanted attention from my husband I also told her you know like as hard as the school is and everybody's like drill is going to be so hard drill is going to be so hard and honestly like we were thinking like wow maybe it is going to be pretty hard because the yeah. school is intense and it's this this is just the school but um I told her, you know what? One thing I'm grateful for and I'm looking forward to the next two years is that my husband gets to be in my bed every night.
1: Yeah. Now I don't
0: take that differently. But <laughs> I just mean, like, he'll be home every night. I don't care if it's, like, at midnight. I don't care right. if he's leaving at 3 in the morning. Like, he's been gone the last 12 months. So to have him in my bed as a, con- like, constant for the next two years is something, like, I'm extremely looking forward to. And I think you have to find those little wins. Um, There's this TikTok trend that's going around. And it was like um, humble enough to know um, I couldn't do his job and like cocky enough or whatever it said to know like he couldn't do my job. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's literally it. There's no way. I could wake up at 4 a.m. or 3.30 a.m. like my husband does and go spend all day in work and then go to bed at, you know, 8 or 9 o'clock. And, like, I just couldn't do it. Like, I'm mentally exhausted. <laughs> or mentally. even
1: just, like, being mentally strong enough to leave my kids. Like, yeah. I literally can't – like, if I go on a date and, um, like – somebody's babysitting them, even for a couple of hours, like I can be, I can be ready. Like that babysitter hits the door. I'm like, peace. I'm gone. Like, see you later. They're your problem. And I'll get an hour down the road and I'll be like, I wonder what they're doing. Yeah. I miss them. You know what I mean? And so I can't imagine like being told like, Hey, you're going to leave for like nine weeks, 12 months. You're going to, you know what I mean? You're like, you're, you're gone. Like you're going yeah. and knowing how much your child can change in those moments. I couldn't do it. Like I'm, I'm here to say like, I am not strong enough to do that. So any mothers, especially like I know for there's like you guys do it, but as a mom, I think, you know, you grow this baby inside of you. We have this like attachment. Like that is my, that's my arm. Like that's my leg. Like I can't function without either. And I know dads have the same strong attachment, but until you've grown a baby inside of you, then I don't think anybody would ever be able to understand or Um, voice what that feeling is like. So all the moms who are service members, like my hat is off to you because you do the hardest thing. Like I'm, I'm literally saying I could never do it. And the fact that, you know, you guys are able to sacrifice so much. I think that's amazing. Um, But at the same time, I think it's, it is just as hard to be the one who's always home. Like Felicia and I were talking the other day and man, it'll wear you down always having to be the bad guy or having to be the one who's just like, you know, I, my daughter had a field trip and, um, God bless her heart. She was so excited about it. And I think she needed like $6 and our teacher sent it out like on the first and the field trip was until like the 25th or something like that. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, I don't, I'm not going to send, I'll send it when it gets closer. And this kid wore me out. Mom, I need field trip money. Mom, I need field trip money to the point like her teacher was like, yeah, I was just wondering if you're going to, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to send you some money. I'm the only one here doing life, like cooking the meals and grocery shopping and doing all the things. And, and I know your kids are the same way too. They get a little bit more emotional when dad's gone. And so it's like even harder, it feels like, because I'm trying to, be strong for not only myself, but for my husband and for my children. And so there's a lot of emotional baggage that goes into being a default parent as a military spouse and a lot of pressure and a lot of like, um, I don't know. I put a lot of unnecessary, probably pressure on myself, but I just never want to be like a burden to my spouse. Like I don't want him to have to go away and wonder can she handle it? Is she going to be okay? Yeah. Um, so,
0: well, I think I, it's the same thing, right? Because like yeah. when, I, when my husband goes to, when he deploys or when he goes to school or I'm like, I know he's stressed out. Like I can feel the stress seeping from his pores yeah. <laughs> over a FaceTime yeah. goal. And so it's like, you know, is he going to, I don't want to add to he's that been busy, you know, is he going to be able to do this? Like, you know, you don't want to stress him out. And then it's like, well, what if he doesn't? And then, you know, like how do I comfort him then? And if he does, can I be there for him then? All while trying to manage, you know, the sixty-seven schedules that you have going on, you know, along with yeah. we work from home, so like along with working here, we're like we have a joint calendar. We just squeeze it and, in. Like, we're, like, yeah. Put your put your school days in. Put your doctor's appointments in. I'll put mine in. And when you look at our calendar, we look at the month and we're like, God damn, like <laughs> our month is filled. Like, well, yeah.
1: Lose? Um, Yeah. And, and especially because a lot of people don't realize is that, um, especially when you work from home and you're a default parent and your spouse is gone all the time, your downtime usually becomes your work time. So then you're kind of giving yourself, I mean, there are times that we work up until 10 o'clock at night and we're like, okay, I've got it. I've got to go lay down because, you know, we're up at five the next morning to get the kids ready for school. Um, and, as easy as you would think it would be to work during the day. It's not, especially with our kids, they're just balls of energy. I don't, I would love some of it. If I could siphon it out of them, I would totally take some. Um, But so, you know, we're like, I gotta go, I gotta lay down and give myself 30 minutes to mindlessly scroll TikTok or, you know, (laughs) be jealous of so-and-so's farmhouse kitchen that they're renovating. And, you know, but it's a lot of work. And I think I think that's what – I think that's why I get so bothered when um, people call military spouses the pinda because I'm like, you wouldn't last a fucking day in my life. Like my my life would chew you up and spit you out because I am literally all of the things to all of the people all at the same time and – you want to like try to tear me down with some dumbass like you're dependent like dude i could probably do your job and still take care of my five children at the same time at this point like my i'm just so used to being on all the time and i think that's another thing is like being a default parent you were always on when was the last time that you got like a like a restful sleep where you weren't like what was that noise Oh my God. You know what I, you know? You know just like, what do I have what do I have to do tomorrow? I need to get the house clean. Oh, I gotta put the laundry away. Oh my gosh, it's payday. I need to run to get groceries. Oh, so-and-so has practice. Oh, there's an award assembly. Oh, they have a holiday party. It never ends. And I'm not saying that being in the military is a cakewalk. I know it's not. I've watched my husband struggle. I've watched my husband deploy. I I mean you you really can't like compare the two, but at the same time, you can kind of compare the two. They're both hard, but they're both like hard in their own ways.
0: Yeah. And I think that I think that's really that's what it just comes down to. Like, yes, you are the default parent. You are the I told Cody I have the hardest time with discipline because I don't wanna always be the bad guy, but I'm the mm-hmm. only choice here. Like, if it wasn't me, then my child would get hurt or in danger or something like that because my four-year-old is on crack. Like, that kid scales the walls, okay? Like, I came around. So, literally, we
1: were at Waterbreaker, and he was literally (laughs) like, rolling over people. We had to be like, sit still. Stop it.
0: And he had stacked up his nugget and then my couch pillows and then all of the blankets from our little blanket box thing and then his toy buckets to get to the games at the top of the closet. I was like, what in (gasps) the hell? What? in the hell, like he was, he was building himself a tower to get up there. So it's like, you know, he's you like, "Lie
1: for a limb." I'm getting these games it was
0: straight up the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you just have to remember, when it comes to like those moments, it's like just as overwhelmed as I am. I know he is, you know, yeah. with inflation and everything, and you know, military pay is not moving. You, we're mm-hmm. not getting no bonuses. We're not doing any of this. Like I can you could feel the frustration and like the worry from my husband. And he's like, I'm like, we're fine. We'll be fine. We'll figure it out. We always do like, it's fine. But for him, it was like, I got to make sure everything is perfect. Like lights on, you know, cars paid for food on the table, everything like this. And yeah, he goes and he gets a steady paycheck, but like, what if that wasn't enough? You know, like what he, that's, that's his constant worry. So I think when we get stuck into those those situations, um, it come it becomes really, really hard on our marriages, and I think that's why a lot of them fail because it's like, well, you know, comparison. Yeah, you let that
1: pressure, yeah, you let yeah, the pressure build up, can. and you don't communicate it, and then you're just like, it'd be easier to not do this anymore, and you're done. And I think, luckily for us both of our marriages like that's not an option like it's not an option to quit on each other just because things get hard this like if you find yourself in a season where you need help speak up and say that you need help you know what i mean or if you see that your spouse is struggling speak up and ask them like i Listen, I'm the first to know, and my husband gets mad at me all the time talking about the military with him because he does not like my solutions. He's like, that makes no sense. It will never work. But I would rather him snap at me um, for Giving a solution that we probably know is not going to work, than him just shutting him off. Because I tried that once, and let me tell you, it did not go well. I was like, <laughs> "Stop talking to me about the army. You don't like what I have to say. Don't talk to me about it anymore." And the look on his face just kind of was like it said it all. Like he just needed me to listen and not fix it. And I think I'll, I think we can all agree that sometimes, even as a mom, like there it's already happened. Like, I just need you to listen. I don't need you to fix it. I don't need you to tell me how to fix it. I just want you to listen. And I think, like you said, when you stop communicating, um, even just venting, like, and, and nobody wants to listen to anybody bitch and whine constantly every day without like receiving the same. Um, so it's not a runway street. If you're going to, if you're going to open the door to that Style communication. Make sure that you're receptive to hearing it back because that's also another thing. Like nobody's gonna want to sit there and listen to you over and over and over again, but you don't want to accept the solution or or even like let somebody else um, bounce a vent back off of you. So I think it's very important to find a way to communicate with your spouse. That way, you know, there were times that I struggled with postpartum depression, and I told my husband like there's really nothing you can do for me, but to listen. Like, yeah. I just need you to listen to me. Um, or even when he's gone, I'm like, I, you're gone. Like you're in Afghanistan. What are you really going to do for me? But at the same time, I just need to tell you what a hell in your child. was, I, And I need you to just, just to be like, it's okay. I'm sorry. He's a spawn that came from my body. You know, yeah. I just need you to be there for me.
0: Well, there's something about like, it's your person. You want, like, yeah. Cody's my person, and I'm going to tell every, her every, 90%. I'll say that. of <laughs> everything I'm going to tell my husband. But there's still, as helpful as Cody is, there's times that I'm gonna, like, I just want to talk to him. I just want right. to tell him. I just want him to be like, he's not going to say anything. He's going to be like, oh, okay, like, I'm sorry, or I hope you have a good day or something like that. And that's all I need sometimes. Yeah. It's just, like, I. The I mean, comfort, that, yeah. Yeah, that reassurance. And I told my husband that when I was feeling like, you <laughs> know. Like, um, when I wanted attention Moody. and I was like I understand like you're super busy but like I need you to call me and just tell me you love me like that's <laughs> it and then you could go back to class
1: and, I know. You know D gets so irritated with me all the time because I'll be like you don't even love me and he's like <laughs> I remember one time he come home from SLC and I was like see you don't even love me you don't even like me and he looked me down in the face he's like I need you to stop saying that <laughs> and I was like
0: Okay. <laughs> My husband, Sorry. Like, do you understand how busy I am? Like, I do love you, but like, I got to study. And I was like, okay, but just
1: like, I love, don't know. More. It's, love guys, more. It's
0: marriage, right? It is. And it's, I think that's where you kind of get stuck. And it's like, well, you don't love me. You don't want that. Like, yeah. I'm here with your kids all day and you can't bother to text me and say you love me. But in reality, like, you know, when I think about it, I'm like, He's in a school building from 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. And he has no service. Like, no, he can't text you. He loves you. Even if he did, it wouldn't send because, like, you know, and so comparison is the thief of joy. That is literally what it is. Every heart is hard. It's like, you know. It's like when it comes to moms, right? Well, right. stay-at-home mom has it harder. Well, working mom has it harder. Well, breastfeeding mom has it harder. Well, formula feeding mom has it harder. I seen this post where somebody was like, "We all talk about how hard it is to be a stay-at-home mom, but nobody talks about how hard to be it is to be a work, work, working mom." Um, and I was like, "I feel like everybody talks about everything, but yeah. it gets lost in translation because people consider it an attack when you yeah. are, um." oh my gosh, breast is best. Breast is best. And I'm over here formula feeding my babies. You get defensive. Yeah. I feel triggered because I'm like, okay, like I couldn't breastfeed. Like I couldn't do this during my, my first baby. So this is what she got. And she's perfectly healthy. She's making all A's like, she's a great kid. So like you coming at me hostile (laughs) is going to make me hostile. And then it kind of like the whole point is kind of mute because then they're just there's debate after, debate after debate after debate after debate after debate on facebook and i tell my husband all the time like why bother why you're not going to change my mind over a facebook text so right. like why bother like why disturb your peace why disturb my peace why and uh, cause an uproar you know and all of the wives and all of the moms and everything else because you know everybody's going to start putting in their opinions but
1: we've learned that over the years <laughs>
0: Okay, but we're giving you guys the point of view, okay? So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do as we say, not as we do, friends. Oh, no, yeah, totally. It's so hard to just not get wrapped up into that comparison trap. And, I mean, I know, like, we, we said this was going to be about default parent, default provider. And I feel like we've hit on that pretty well. But also, like, it's your reminder, too, that your heart is going to be different than other people's heart. Don't compare yourself. Don't, like, and everybody is – not sharing everything. Like I know that I only post the good stuff on um, Facebook. I mean, we've all learned our lessons. Uh, I, I feel like has, our I generation post, has been on it long enough.
0: I only post on Facebook to clear my storage from my iPhone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. I just like,
0: I to dump some photos.
1: Exactly. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Like you are totally, if you're having a hard day as a mom, you're totally justified to have a hard day as a mom but also remember the same sentiment when your spouse comes home having a hard day because being the provider is just as hard too. um, and try not to feel that like you're going to feel the resentment, but remember to be resentful and not hateful, uh, because just the same way that you have no control over how your day is going to go as a mother, your spouse has no control over what the military says or does or puts you guys into or takes you out of or anything like that. So kind of, Remember to place the blame at the feet of, you know, I guess motherhood as a whole and the military as a whole and um, not an attack on each other personally.
0: Yeah, whichever default you are, both are hard. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to remember. Just you had a hard day, but so do
1: they. Right. Right. If you're local to Colorado Springs, I have to tell you about Whiskey Shots Photography. We worked with owner Elizabeth Holbert for our coffee photos and we were absolutely blown away. She is personable, professional, and absolutely amazing at what she does. We left this photo shoot feeling so confident and excited to see our photos. If your family is in need of photos, she is hands down the best in the area. Check out our website, coffeeconfessions.com, to find more information on booking a session with Elizabeth. Well, that was our confession for this week.
0: Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest.
1: Hashtag spill the coffee.